remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today we're delving into the extraordinary life of Mother Teresa, a Roman Catholic nun and missionary whose selfless service to the sick and impoverished earned her a Nobel Peace Prize and sainthood in the Catholic Church. Today marks the 26th anniversary of her death. So without any further ado, let's dive into the early life of Mother Teresa. Chapter 1. Early Life and Religious Calling, 1910-1928 Agnes Goye Boitsu, later known worldwide as Mother Teresa, was born on August 26, 1910, in Skopje, then a part of the Ottoman Empire and now the capital of North Macedonia. She was the youngest child of Nicolae and Darafael Boitsu, who were ethnic Albanians. Her father was a successful merchant, and her mother was a homemaker deeply rooted in her Catholic faith. Teresa had an older sister, Aga, and an older brother, Lazar. The family lived a comfortable life, thanks in part to Nicolet's successful business. Tragedy struck the family when Teresa was just eight years old. Her father died under mysterious circumstances. Some reports suggest that he was poisoned for his political activism, though the details remain unclear. The loss had a profound impact on the family, both emotionally and financially. John Fyle took on the role of both mother and father, instilling in her children the values of charity and compassion. Teresa was particularly influenced by her mother's unwavering faith and acts of kindness, which included inviting the less fortunate into their home for meals. Teresa received her early education at a convent-run school and was an active participant in her local parish. Even as a young girl, her inclination towards spiritual matters was evident, and she was known to be deeply respectful during church services and showed an early interest in stories of missionaries and saints. At just 12 years old, Teresa felt that the strings of a religious vocation were calling her name, a desire to dedicate her entire life to God. After completing her initial education, Teresa faced a crucial decision. At the age of 18, when most young women were contemplating marriage or career paths, she felt a calling of a life of religious service. In 1928, after discussing her feelings with her mother and praying intensely for guidance, Teresa decided to leave her family and homeland to become a nun. With a heavy heart, she said goodbye to her family and departed for Dublin, Ireland, where she joined the Sisters of Loretto, a religious community known for its missionary work. She was deeply inspired by the order's commitment to education and its mission in India. After a short period of initial training where she learned English and the basics of religious life, she took her first vows as a nun in 1931. At this point, she chose the name Teresa after the Saint Teresa of Lisieux, the patron saint of missionaries. Thus began a transformative journey that would eventually lead her to the slums of Calcutta and to the international recognition as a symbol of charity, compassion, and unconditional love. But those milestones were years away. For now, she was Sister Teresa, a young nun filled with conviction and eager to fulfill her calling to serve God and humanity. Part 2. A Mission in Calcutta 1929-1950. After her initial training in Ireland, Sister Teresa arrived in Calcutta, India in 1929, a city that was starkly different from anything she had ever known. 
She was initially assigned to teach geography and catechism at St. Mary's High School for Girls, a school run by the Sisters of Loretta in Calcutta. Young and energetic, she quickly adapted to her new environment, immersing herself in the community and forming a strong bond with her students. However, the suffering that Teresa witnessed outside the walls of the convent deeply moved her. The disparity between her sheltered life at the convent and the extreme poverty just beyond its gates began to weigh heavily on her conscience. She saw children with distended bellies, homeless families living on the streets, and the sick and dying left to fend for themselves. The inner conflict reached its peak in 1946 when she was traveling by train to Loretto Convent in Darjeeling for a retreat. It was during this journey that she experienced what she would later describe as the call within the call. She felt a powerful urge to leave the convent and work directly among the poorest of the poor. It was a decisive moment that would change the course of her life. Obtaining permission to leave the convent was no small task. Mother Teresa had to present her case to the local archbishop as well as the Vatican. After nearly two years of correspondence and interviews, she was granted permission to embark on her new mission. In 1948, she took a basic medical training course, exchanging her nun's habit for the simple white sari that would become her signature attire, and stepped out to serve the slum dwellers of Calcutta. Her initial efforts were humble but determined. With no funding, she had to beg for food and supplies. She started by teaching children how to read and write using sticks to draw in the dirt. She also began caring for the sick and dying, often bringing them to abandoned buildings, she had converted into makeshift hospices. Slowly, volunteers began to join her in her work, inspired by her dedication. In 1950, after years of struggle and discernment, she received Vatican permission to establish her own religious congregation, the Missionaries of Charity. The group was dedicated to caring for the hungry, the naked, the homeless, the crippled, the blind, the lepers, all those people who feel unwanted, unloved, uncared for, Throughout society, people that have become a burden to society and are shunned by everyone. The congregation started with just 13 members, including Mother Teresa. It was a bold and daring step, but one that was in perfect alignment with the deep, unwavering commitment she felt to serve the destitute and forgotten. Over time, the missionaries of charity would grow into an international organization, but its fundamental mission to bring love and care to those most in need remained the guiding principle, driven always by Mother Teresa's unfatigable spirit and compassionate vision. Part 3. Global Recognition and Continued Service, 1951-1997 As the 1950s progressed, the work of Mother Teresa and her missionaries of charity began to draw attention not just in Calcutta, but across India and eventually across the world. With the growing recognition came an influx of both volunteers and financial support. Her community of nuns expanded, and soon the missionaries of charity had more extensive reach, with new convents, schools, and hospices being established in various parts of India. By the 1960s and 1970s, Mother Teresa had become an international symbol of charitable work. Her selfless devotion to the impoverished and the outcast resonated across cultures and religions. The media took a keen interest in her activities, and a 1969 documentary titled Something Beautiful for God, made by Malcolm Muggeridge, brought her work to an even broader audience. The film was transformative, 
it not only popularized Mother Teresa's endeavors, but also awakened a global consciousness about the urgent need for humanitarian work. However, the road was not always smooth for Mother Teresa. She faced criticisms both from the outside and within the church. Some questioned the healthcare standards and the hospices she operated, while others criticized her for not addressing the structural issues that led to poverty. Yet, Mother Teresa was unfazed by the controversies. Her aim was singular and straightforward, to love and serve those whom society had forgotten or cast aside. In 1979, her decade-long commitment to social work was recognized with the Nobel Peace Prize. In her acceptance speech, Mother Teresa famously said, Peace begins with a smile, highlighting the simple yet profound philosophy that guided her every action. Instead of hosting the traditional banquet that accompanies the award ceremony, she requested the $192,000 funds be given to the poor in Calcutta, staying true to her mission even a moment of personal acclaim. Mother Teresa utilized her newfound global platform to speak on issues beyond poverty. She met with political leaders, spoke at the United Nations, and even had an audience with Princess Diana, among others. Yet, her message remained unchanged. Compassion, love, and basic human decency were at the core of solving the world's problems. She continually emphasized that each individual could make a difference through small acts of kindness, and that genuine love was the most potent force for change. Throughout the 1980s and 1990s, Mother Teresa continued to travel extensively, opening new branches of the Missionaries of Charity and initiating various charitable projects. Despite her age and declining health, her resolve never wavered. When asked how her work could be continued after her lifetime, she simply stated that God would find another way to keep the needy if people ceased to support her mission. As she aged, Mother Teresa gradually began to prepare the missionaries of charity for her inevitable departure. She stepped down as the head of her order in 1997, but was re-elected against her wishes. Just a few months later, on September 5th of 1997, she passed away at the age of 87. Throughout her life, Mother Teresa remained devoted to the marginalized and the destitute, refusing to let criticisms or obstacles deter her from her mission. From the slums of Calcutta to the global stage, her life was a testament to the enduring power of love and compassion. She became a beacon of light in a world often clouded by inequality, strife, and cynicism, proving that love in action could indeed change the world. Part 4. Legacy and Beatification, 1997 to the Present the news of Mother Teresa's passing on September 5, 1997, reverberated around the globe. Leaders, celebrities, and everyday people alike paused to honor the woman who had become synonymous with unfaltering compassion and selfless service. In India, where she had spent most of her life serving the poor, she was given a state funeral, an honor usually reserved for the presidents and prime ministers. The government declared her a Bharat Ratna, the highest civilian award as a tribute to her extraordinary contributions. Mother Teresa left behind an organization with hundreds of missions in over 120 countries, but more importantly, she left a legacy of kindness and devotion that transcended geographical boundaries and religious divides. Within the Catholic Church, the wheels for her beatification and eventual canonization began turning almost immediately. In record time, she was beatified by Pope John Paul II in 2003, a significant step towards sainthood. In the ceremony, she was given the title Blessed Teresa of Calcutta. 
The Missionaries of Charity, under new leadership, but still rooted in the principles set forth by its founder, continued to expand and adapt to the challenges of the 21st century. Technology, healthcare advancements, and social changes were incorporated into the organization's fabric, but the core mission of serving the poorest of the poor remained unaltered. One of the most enduring aspects of Mother Teresa's legacy is the impact she had on the collective conscience. Her life sparked a renewed sense of individual responsibility towards social welfare and charity. Books, documentaries, and academic courses on her life and work became tools of inspiration, motivating countless individuals to participate in humanitarian efforts in their communities and abroad. Moreover, the broader Christian community and other religious groups took inspiration from her unwavering faith and her ability to see the divine in every human being. While she was a Catholic nun, her teachings had universal qualities to them, making her a spiritual icon revered across different faiths. Her famous saying is, We can do no great things, only small things with great love, has become a guiding principle for charitable efforts worldwide. However, Mother Teresa's legacy is not without its complexities. Some critics continue to question the ethics and efficiency of her operations, including the quality of care provided in her hospices. These debates offer a nuanced view of a figure often considered beyond reproach. Yet, they also prompt a broader discussion on the challenges of providing humanitarian aid effectively. Despite these debates, the core of Mother Teresa's legacy remains intact. A life devoted to alleviating human suffering, a testament to the transformative power of compassion and love. Her story serves as a poignant reminder that individuals, irrespective of their background, have the capacity to impact the world positively. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Mother Teresa, a saintly figure whose compassionate actions transform the lives of countless impoverished and sick individuals. She's also who died today, September 5th. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's episode and want a visual of what Mother Teresa looked like, please follow our Instagram, who period died period today. Lastly, make sure to rate us wherever you are listening and share with friends and family. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we explore the life of another remarkable individual who made a lasting and indelible mark on history. I'm your host, Peter, and thank you for listening.